0: Today is the 22nd of December 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrott.co.uk. Again, links to everything are in the episode notes. We always start each leg of walking away with our opening prayer. So let's stand our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, always let your joy be in us. Let your joy bring light and peace to our lives, no matter what happens around us. May we serve you in joy, aware of your peace at all times. So something of this peace can go out from us to grieving hearts, to parts of the world that are in darkness. Heavenly Father, how many people, how many unhappy people look up without knowing where to find help? But we know that you will come to them. We cry to you, come to those who mourn and let them find joy and trust for their redemption in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. John 19 verse 2. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. I was given a Christmas t-shirt this year. It's a take on the Christmas wreath. One half is actually a really nice wreath, the other half is a crown of thorns, and the slogan reads, the season, the reason. It's a take on that old slogan, the reason for the season. And it's a reminder for me of all that Jesus went through on the day he died, and also actually that Christmas isn't happy for everyone. The crown of thorns, I think, is particularly cruel. Because not only did it inflict a huge amount of pain on Jesus, also contributing most likely to a significant loss of blood, if you've ever had a head wound and you know how much they bleed, then you'll know what I mean. But the crown itself mocked his authority as king and God, because here was the king of the Jews being beaten, spat upon, and insulted by presumably low-level Roman soldiers. So the crown of thorns was just the finalizing of their mockery, taking a symbol of royalty and majesty, a crown, and turning it into something painful and degrading. In the midst of all the joy and revelry that the majority of us will experience this Christmas, the crown of thorns is just, maybe it's a reminder that not everyone will experience Christmas like we do. For some it will be difficult, painful. Something Jesus is well acquainted with, as he himself carries their pain in the scars in his head. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to centre our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read John 19. Heavenly Father, as we read John's words today, help us to read them with wisdom and respond to them with grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New International Version, and today I'm reading John 19. Then Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe, and went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews! And they slapped him in the face. Once more Pilate came out and said to the Jews gathered here, Look, I am bringing him out to you, to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, Here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jewish leaders insisted, We have a law, and according to that law he has died because he has claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back into the palace. "'Where do you come from?' he asked Jesus. "'But Jesus gave him no answer. "'Do you refuse to speak to me?' Pilate said. "'Don't you realize that I have power either to free you or to crucify you?' "'Jesus answered, "'You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. "'Therefore the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin.' "'From then on Pilate tried to set Jesus free,' But the Jewish leaders kept shouting, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar's. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judge's seat at a place known as the Stone Pavement, which in Aramaic is Gabbatha. It was the day of the preparation of the Passover. It was about noon. Here is your king. Pilate said to the Jews. But they shouted, Take him away! Take him away! Crucify him! Should I crucify your king? Pilate asked. We have no king but Caesar, the chief priests answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over to them to be crucified. So the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened it to the cross that read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this sign, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Aramaic, Latin, and Greek. The chief priests of the Jews protested to Pilate, Do not write King of the Jews but that this man claimed to be king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers crucified Jesus, they took his clothes, dividing them into four shares, one for each of them, with the undergarment remaining. This garment was seamless, woven in one piece from the top to bottom. Let's not tear it, they said to one another. Let's decide by lot who will get it. This happened that the scripture might be fulfilled that said, They divided my clothes among them, and cast lots for my garment. So this is what the soldiers did. Near the cross of Jesus stood his mother, his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother there, and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to her, Woman, here is your son and to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his home. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished and so that scripture could be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on the stalk of a hyssop plant and lifted it up to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now it was a day of preparation, and the next day was to be a special Sabbath. Because the Jewish leaders did not want the bodies left on crosses during the Sabbath, they asked Pilate to have the legs broken and the bodies taken down. The soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus, and then those of the other. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus aside with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. The man who saw this has given testimony, and his testimony is true. He knows he tells the truth, and he testifies that you also may believe. These things happened so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And as another scripture says, They will look on the one they have pierced. Later Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jewish leaders. With Pilate's permission he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus at night. Nicodemus bought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden, a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was a Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about some of those awful scenes. And after the music, as always, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up wherever you are at the moment. And again, I'd still appreciate your prayers. My mum is still in hospital. Doesn't like doesn't look like she's going to be out before Christmas. Um, so I'm not really holding my breath, unfortunately. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is a prayer for our local police departments. We know that there are troubled times and. Often it's the police that are on the brunt of everything. So let's pray for those men and women who are called to protect and serve. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the positive relationships that the police have in so many communities. We we also pray for relationships with communities and groups who find it hard to trust the police, Lord. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you would bring down barriers and build bridges. You would create opportunities for relationships to be built and for the police and the local communities to come alongside each other. We pray that those people who are called to be police officers would show compassion, even in the most difficult situations. And we pray for protection over our police forces, Lord physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental. As I engage with people who do not always respond positively. We pray, Lord, that you would work out your plan to bring love and hope into the lives of all who work in our police forces. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way.